What's up? This is Jeff. Welcome to Jeff's podcast. And I'm going to hold an intermission first about what happened last Thursday, December 16, 2021. Last December 10, 2021, Typhoon Odette is also known as the international name Typhoon Lai, enters the Philippine Area of Responsibility or PAR, and they are going to hit Visayas and Mindanao that has struck on December 16, 2021. Cebu and Bohol are affected along with other parts of the region such as Negros, Palawan, Siagao, Tagayan de Oro, and Iligan that are heavily devastated by the typhoon. Telephone, water, and electrical lines are down, but some radio and television stations remain intact after the typhoon, so they have to cover what's the situation. Airport and ferry passengers have already been stranded due to inclement weather, so they have to stay overnight and watching the news of the typhoon. Floods are flowing everywhere, reaching from damaging crops and houses, and even falling trees and infrastructure such as billboards. Even shopping centers and business districts are no match against Mother Nature's fury. The government did its best to respond and rescue the survivors from the typhoon, and political aspirants for the upcoming 2022 national elections have decided to take a break from campaigning so Filipinos from Visayas and Mindanao needs help to recover. For those who donate food, clothing, personal hygiene, and medical supplies such as face masks for the victims of typhoons, you can check out the nearest donation centers such as the Philippine National Red Cross or PNIC, UNICEF, and Ateneo de Manila University. Other donation centers are expected to follow, so it is time to give the Filipinos of Visayas and Mindanao to recover. So check out these donation centers on their screen. The Christmas season is just around the corner, and now, it's time to give a helping hand. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. It's the 99th episode of the show, which is I only have one more episode left to reach the 100th episode. And today, we're talking about thoughts on the Globe Crunchyroll connection. And the Philippine telecommunications company, Globe Philippines, has announced at the Globe Innerverse livestream event held last December 10, 2021, that the company has signed a partnership with anime streaming website Crunchyroll. This is interesting that the Philippine telecommunications company has signed a partnership with the world's anime streaming website. I know Crunchyroll is available only in other regions such as the Americas, Europe, the Middle East, South Africa, and Australasia, but will it expand in Asia, including Southeast Asia, such as the Philippines? The last time that I heard of is the connection between the WWE Network and Crunchyroll in November 2016. And once the customer has signed up to WWE Network, it can access all your favorite WWE Network shows, pay-per-view events, classic matches, and more. Plus, it can give access to watch anime shows on Crunchyroll. The WWE Control Bundle is only available in the US, so it is not available in other territories. Speaking of which, back in April 2021, WWE announces its partnership with Control for the anime project at the Investor Call event, so they'll announce a new anime, either a TV series or a film, will be announced. Cartoon Network already released a new animated series together with professional luchador Rey Mysterio, or Rey Mysterio, titled Rey Mysterio vs. The Darkness, where the animated series runs for 10 episodes exclusively for Latin America viewers to be streamed sometime in 2022.
Since Contiwall becomes a global company, after the company announced its partnership with Funimation, it was acquired by Sony Pictures Entertainment, where they wanted to create a unified anime subscription experience using their existing anime businesses as soon as possible. But will it affect anime streaming in Southeast Asia, such as Anyone, News Asia, Animax Asia, and Aniplus Asia, on airing new anime titles after the funny crunchy Sony acquisition deal? But they will not affect the Southeast Asian anime business. Europe has also affected the acquisition where Beast Media Europe becomes Crunchyroll EMEA, where anime streaming websites from Europe, including Anime on Demand, has closed their doors on the website last December 8, 2021, and Anime Lab becomes Funimation ANC, where the streaming website also announced its closure the next day, December 9, 2021. Subscribers from Europe and Australasia received mixed reactions about the closure of anime streaming websites after the funny crunchy Sony acquisition. Some may decide not to register to the new website, and some have decided. Anime titles from Crunchyroll, as well as Funimation titles in both Japanese and English dubs, are available in selected countries including Europe and the Americas, such as North, Central, and Latin America, along with Africa, Australasia, and the Middle East. But the question remains, will Crunchyroll can get able to stream anime titles in Asia including Southeast Asia, such as the Philippines? That could be a difficult one. Bilibili, Anyone, and News Asia are dominating the Asia market along with Biu since the streaming website that offers Filipino dub. But what about the English dub? Crunchy has it if they're going to stream the English dub here in the Philippines and produced by talented English dubbers at Funimation and Aniplex in the US such as voice actress Christine Marie Cabanos. Stop the press, Christine Marie Cabanos is actually a Phil American. Since the voice of Asusan Nakano in K-On! Chiemi Moriyama in Blue Exorcist, Minori Kosieda in Tokadoa, Kota Otomoe in Sailor Moon, Madoka Kaname in Madoka Magica, and Ayano Keiko, also known as Silica in Sword Art Online. You'll be surprised when film and voice actors are going to shine in the anime dubbing industry and appeared in several anime conventions. I hope the English dub voice actors are expected to visit the Philippines someday once the pandemic is over. If I were you, you're planning to put the hashtag PinoyPied and post it on all social media. Back to the Globe Crunchy Talk, and according to the head of Get Entertained Tribe at Globe, Ms. Rina Xiongko, said that the collaboration opened up more than 1,000 premium anime titles for subscribers to enjoy when the service goes official. So that means anime fans are interested to watch more than 1,000 anime titles. Not only classic anime titles, but also ongoing anime titles and simulcast anime titles, such as the upcoming Winter 2022 anime shows, like the second part of Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan the final season, and the second season of Games' Princess Connect Redive. Both shows are aired on Aniplus Asia coming January 2022. I expect that the Crunchyroll staff will be rigid lock-free, since most of the anime titles are already available in different countries such as the Americas, the Middle East, Europe, Africa, and Australasia. But they'll think about it if the viewers are going to give them a chance to view it and see the country experience. The company is also producing game titles on mobile such as Ultima's Metasphere and Sci Games' Princess Connect Redive. 
Both gaming apps are available in selected countries, including the Philippines, via the Google Play Store, and the company developed them. Unfortunately, other gaming apps such as Good Smile Company's Brad Summoners and White Flyer Studios and Fujino Omori's Danma Team Memoria Freeze are available in selected countries. It's a sad reaction for mobile players. The Crunchyroll bundle is included in the GoWatch bundle, and Global announced the release of the mobile app in the coming days. And for the Crunchyroll mobile app, possibly they're going to release it here in the Philippines before 2022. But the developers are taking their time to improve once the mobile app is ready to access here in the country and the rest of Asia. What do you think about the Global Crunchyroll bundle? Let us know in the comments. If you have comments or suggestions, let us know in the comments. Follow Jeff11 Manchester on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to youtube.com slash Hyperboy. But that's about it for Jeff's podcast. This is Jeff. We'll see you in the next podcast.